Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hello, boys and girls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. I'm your host, this and every episode, Jamie Rodriguez. And uh, really, really happy with today's guest. It's a long time coming. I'll tell you about her in just a second. But first, I kind of want to stop and pause and and give a small remembrance to a friend of the show who we um, we lost uh, this week. And that is uh, Mary Wilson, the legendary Mary Wilson of the Supremes, the longest, um, longest uh, lasting and original founding member of the group that changed Motown and a group that changed history and the role that women had in music. And we had Mary Wilson in the summer of last year, and it was uh, just a magnificent conversation. It was um, a 40 minute chat. You can check it out on our platforms and it was just a magical conversation with her. We were actually uh, in talks of having her return to the show in the next couple of weeks. Um, I just, I, you know, she wanted to come back. I wanted her to come back and it was going to happen. So this was sudden and unexpected and really tragic. And we just want to send our condolences to Trakisa, to her whole family, to Christian, her team, uh, and everyone in the, um, in the Mary Wilson uh, team. Yeah, so you know, Jay Schwartz, our condolences to you and and everyone uh, involved with the Supremes. We wish you uh, a lot of love, and we will pray for Mary uh, as she goes to heaven. Her her imprint will always live in our show, and it will always live in musical history. Now, switching gears for a second, uh, guys, we you know taking Mary Wilson's baton, uh, you know. Mary Wilson opened the door for many, many, many good female singer-songwriters, right? And one of them uh, is the one, is our guest today, Alison Mahal. Alison Mahal, guys, like Tash Mahal, like that Mahal. She is Nashville-based from Chicago, Illinois, guys, and she is so talented. She Her voice is just so completely unique. It's alt-pop, but it has power. It has raw range. Um, you know, her influences are everything from high Maggie Rogers, Phoebe Bridgers to, you know, Brandy Carlisle, Taylor Swift, uh, Carol King, the whole thing. You, you know, she's just got like really strong feminine palette of like a really interesting alt pop. And we are so happy to have her on the show. Uh, we've been corresponding for a while now. She's an amazing person. And her debut EP, actually her, her latest EP, not her debut EP, Me Now. Uh, came out uh, recently and it is absolutely a banger. Uh, it has great songs like Mustangs. You can check that out. Check out also Me Now, the self-titled track. Just wonderful stuff, guys. And uh, we encourage you guys to check out uh, alisonmahal.com uh, for, for more information. Make sure you, you get on the Alison Mahal train early, guys. She's super talented, so focused, and she's doing special stuff here in Nashville. So you're going to be hearing a lot from her. Uh, so we welcome Alice into the show. This was a really cool chat. She's a super big Taylor Swift fan. So we also play Flip the Tune, Taylor Swift edition with her. And you guys are going to have a great time. Without further ado, 
Allison Mahal on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Allison Mahal. Jamie, how's it going? Good. Okay, so how do I pronounce your last name, Allison? Mahal, like Mahal. Taj Mahal. Okay, love it. Okay, cool. I'm glad we clarified that. Taj Mahal, but it's pronounced like that. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Look at you, Allison. Oh my god, you're in Nashville. In the virtual flesh, Allison Mahal. <laughs> Mahal, I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, yeah, Allison. What can I say? What a talent. I mean, but also what a great human, you know? I mean, we've, connect, we've, we've connected for, for uh, almost a year now, nine months, 10 months or so. And, yes. um, you know, I've gotten to know you and you're such a great human, a great talent, great artist. Thank you. And um, I think it's long overdue that you were here on the show. Thank you. Well, likewise, you're also just a ray of, of positivity and kindness, which is um, not rare in the music industry, but it's very well appreciated when you come uh, come across it in the music industry. I appreciate that. I appreciate that, Allison. And, and of course, your new EP, um, you know, Me Now, South Now. It's been out for a minute. Um, <laughs> I, I, the first time I heard Me Now, Allison, I remember it was like a Friday, maybe in December or something, like 11 a.m. I was in Miami working in, in the office editing or something, and I just couldn't stop. I played it like eight straight times. I just couldn't, it's such an empowering and beautiful song. I just remember Thank it was, you. it like, it stuck with me. It was like such a great first single, Allison. Thank you so much. That means a lot. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I was, I was very excited to release that. And it just felt right in my gut that that would be the first single. And it felt right that I would call the EP that. And yeah, it was such a theme in my life of just having your own back and standing by yourself when you're going through hardships. So thanks. It's nice to hear that you, you. Yeah, no, it was awesome. And, you know, we'll chat about it. We'll chat about Mustangs, yeah. Little Blue, the whole thing. But, uh, but first of all, Allison, I mean, like you're busy, right? These are busy days for you, right? Because I see you're working hard, you know, videos, promotion, uh, you know, the new singles, like, like, are, like you're working really hard right now, right? You're busy. Yes. Um, it was it was the busiest. I mean, having this EP to focus on during 2020 was such a blessing because it was just, you know, a source of positivity and of just something I could pull my whole heart into that I was so passionate about, which it was really in other ways, it was hard to be creative in 2020. And for a lot of my, you know, artistic friends, I've, it was an ongoing conversation with them of, isn't it a weird time to write and a weird time because we don't feel inspired. Um, right. So in that regard, writing, you know, is kind of where I struggled in 2020, but making and creating this EP, I'm so just like thankful that I had that to work on um, and I could do it safely with friends doing, you know, virtual sessions and wearing masks and doing it. Um, but yes, yeah, so this was like the busiest summer of finishing up the EP. And then it was just a whole other art form of trying to promote it my best of my ability because I'm so proud of these songs that I've sat on for yeah. a few years now. Um, and now it continues to be busy in 2021, which is great. I'm currently moving my house and I'm moving just a block and a half away from my current house. So I'm moving, okay. I'm working every day. And then I'm also finding a way to just wrap up this EP in this kind of era of these songs and my best way. And I'm not ready to say goodbye to it yet. So I'm currently, it's not announced or anything, but I'm working on an alternative version of one of the songs off the EP um, awesome. to kind of release and to not say goodbye to that era, but just to celebrate it a little bit more. Um, sure. 
but yeah, my producers and I are, are working on new music right now, which is awesome to say because I've I have been writing lately and it's um, it's something uh, new for me to write songs in the moment and then be able to take it to my producer van the next day and be like I just am bouncing around with these ideas and he's like let's kind of put a track behind it and um, doing things in the moment feels really really right with me right now and it feels good. Um, I have no plan of you know what's next of what I'm going to release but creating right now feels good and it's keeping me very busy i love it you're going yeah. through a prolific prolific phase i love it i love it allison yeah. and uh yeah. okay so so you grew up in lombard illinois yes. uh, about yeah. 22 miles uh, 22 minutes west of chicago mm -hmm. and um how did music come into your life allison i heard there was a piano in your house where you would spend just hours jamming at it yes um music came into my life at such a young age both my parents are i'm they are big music fans of, you know, playing records and introducing me to artists at such a young age. My dad introduced me to, you know, Tom Petty and the Rolling Stones, just all of those great songwriters, but also just rock bands. And yeah. the rock I have is totally comes from my dad. Um, and even performing live, that comes from my dad's side of that's where I get the zest from. And mm -hmm. my mom, she's worked at a jazz magazine for 15 years. And so she's, you know, she's shown me a bunch of artists that I feel like I would have never kind of come across by myself. Um, but they both um, signed me up for piano lessons when I was maybe six. I used to see my sister do piano lessons. She's a few years older than me and I was really little and too young to start yet. And I would go to these lessons with her and I would just like be coloring in the corner, but also like inching my way to the piano and also wanting to play. My mom was like, okay, my oldest daughter is not interested in this, but I think the youngest is. So it started with self teaching myself piano but then taking lessons for years um with the same instructor and then for my 12th birthday my dad bought me a guitar and that kind of kicked off my inspiration for wanting to write my own songs and teach myself um and i did voice lessons as a kid and then super into musical theater and so music was just all around in many different mediums um in many different ways, whether it was musical theater or writing my own stuff or just listening yeah. to music with my parents. I love it. So your yeah. sister and your brother, they did not really get the, the bug. You did. Uh, yeah, I only have, it's me and my sister and she's a couple gotcha. years, yeah, a couple years older than me, but the, yeah, she, she en enjoys and appreciates great music, but um, yeah, yeah, I got the music with the music bug. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, you know, you start, you know, you start playing, like you said, you start doing all this stuff, you know, you're a part of, uh, for example, Chicago's uh, Got Talent, like in the suburban Chicago's Got yeah. Talent performance, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. You performed that song Where My Heart Is with that little uh, colorful, nice dress. Uh -huh. uh, what do you remember from like a competition like this? Oh my outside? gosh, where are you pulling this information from? That Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yes, I did all of those. Things. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, but like, yeah. were you nervous? That's like kind well, of like a big stage. Yeah, I, well, my, my parents just, my mom mostly signed me up for talent competitions, not out of my, you know, I was excited to do too. And I was, I guess I had nerves as a kid, but I also was just so out there. And so just like, they always used to say, what color is it in your world? Because my mind would be in so many different places creatively and just like as a spunky kid with a lot of life in her um and so she's like let's put her energy on the stage and see what happens and i, I, love I loved it. it yeah i performed you know little elementary school talent shows and so when i did that song which i haven't thought about that song in so long was one of like my first originals i wrote on the piano um yeah it was a nerve-wracking thing but when i'm on the stage it kind of just goes away and it's more yeah. 
just a creative outlet where That's it's amazing. just I'm focusing it on me and this song, but definitely leading up to it in every regard, I get nervous. I yawn a bunch of times and I like try to handle <laughs> the nerves that way, but yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're such like a complete artist, right? Like at Willowbrook High School, you were also part of the uh, of the witch, right? You were, oh my you, gosh! No, I no, no. Was, you were like the major role, right, in the uh, Into the Woods yes. or whatever. Yes. Um. Yeah, I did musical theater. I tried mm -hmm. out sports in middle school, and I quickly realized that I was, that was not your jam. Yeah. Not my jam, but musical theater in high school. I mean, it was. I miss it. I think about doing it in a community setting in Nashville, you know, in my 20s, I really want to, when it's safe again. Yeah. It's something on my bucket list of, I wanna reintroduce that to my life because acting and also just doing music in musical theater, it's it's a different medium, but it's it's so creative. It's I yeah. love doing it, yeah. I mean, that's a big role though. Like I remember from like high school, like those musicals were like a big deal and you got like a big role, you know? Yeah, well, I also, I did speech team all throughout high school and all throughout college as well. I competed in the speech and debate team at Belmont, yeah. um, which I think helps me be fine to do public speaking and to be on stage. Also, with my music, it's helped me to just be a more confident performer and to look someone in the eye without wanting to throw up on I the side. It. I love it, Allison. <laughs> okay, so like, I'm telling you, your journey is just fascinating. Okay, so you come here to Belmont University. Beautiful, yep. beautiful school, by the way. I, like I drive by, I drove by last night. It's just like stunning. It is um, your dream school. Uh, and okay, okay, so you're, I, I need to understand like your focus because I was <laughs> like, what an organization, like what a focus, right? You're working on your music because you released Little Blue uh, your junior year. Uh -huh. uh, you're also Dean's List. And you're a crucial part of, like you mentioned, that a state championship winning debate team, Allison. So a bit to unpack there. Yes. So, okay, so let me start with the music. How was the writing and musical creative process while you're doing the other stuff? Like, how was your schedule like? Right. Um, well, music and especially writing for me, and it's equally can be frustrating at times, but it's something that I've always just done when it's felt right, which... And something a battle that I currently am like, I need to just be better about more discipline and sit down and write. But when I, in college, in that time period that you're referencing, like whenever I was writing, it was, it was purely just for me. And it's because I wanted to, and it's, you know, I wrote, I still write so many bad songs and so many bad lyrics, but it's like, you don't have to worry about that. You just have to worry about kind of releasing what you have on your heart and on your mind. And, you know, for me now, for example, that month, that song took me months to write. And it just, that first verse is all I had for so yeah. long. Um, and the others, you know, you just keep chipping away at it when it feels, um, when it feels good to sit down and do that. But um, during that time specifically, yeah, I was writing for me. I was writing when it felt good, when I wanted to, I was playing um, writer's rounds with my friends at Belmont at like the Curb Cafe. I was playing a lot at Belcourt Taps, which is like, yeah, I don't know if you've been there yet. Well, it's weird with COVID times to go explore. Right. No, yeah, I, I, I went to that bagel shop across the street. Okay, yeah. That's that's like as, as, as more Belmont as I've gotten in. Great bagels, by the way. Yes, very good bagels. <laughs> yes. I do love proper bagel. Definitely recommend <laughs> to anybody. But um, yeah, I think it does my zest for just head down to the ground. I want to do this. You know, I want to pursue this. Came from actually um, when I was still at Belmont, but... It, I think it was 2017, I was home for the summer mm. and I 
I, I waitressed over the summer and I loved that, but I was like, I can't just only do that for a whole summer while I'm home. Like I need to just be motivated in my days. And so I applied for an internship um, and I didn't even tell my parents. I just applied for this internship in the city for a suburban kid who doesn't have a car um, to apply for this internship that's, you know, two to three times a week that's in the city. Um, and I got it and it was at this music rehearsal space called Music Garage. It's like part studio, part rehearsal space. Cool. Where all local musicians go. Yeah, it's a great place. Um, and I was just working the front desk and I was cleaning rooms and I was setting up rooms and interacting with Chicago. You're learning. Like a sponge. Learning. That's awesome. But at that internship on my first ship, shift, I met um, Van Isaacson, who has been my creative collaborative partner since 2017. He's one of my best that. friends wow. and he co-produced the Me Now EP, but yeah. he was the one who was like, you do music. And I was like, yeah, I do it. But it's, you know, just for me, I'm not really like an artist. He's like, awesome. He's like, you're an artist if you're writing your own songs. He should, he was the one who kind of interesting helps me with or gain my confidence in myself to be like, this is something you could do that's very attainable. Um, okay. And so him and I would write together and then he would produce um, demos in my songs. And we both have grown so much since the music garage days. And he now lives in Nashville with his girlfriend. But so it's we're continuing. Perfect. Our, yeah. Oh, that's a, that's wonderful. Well, that's 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 a cool story, actually. That little detail that yeah, made the internship so that, worth it. Yeah, that really the internship. And then when I went back to Nashville, Van would come and he'd drive, and I, you know, pay for his gas money, and he'd he'd drive, or he before he had a car, he would take you know the Greyhound bus like twice a month to come to Nashville, produce nice. my stuff, go back to Chicago, and that's awesome. It just that's what really yeah started it all in college that's, that's awesome Allison. what a great story shout out to him absolutely yeah um so let's talk about the new songs for a little bit me now okay. um <clears throat> obviously you know it's like you said it's an it's a story of flirtation of regret the magic of like feeding that inner strength within yourself uh you know come you were talking about coming back from a failed relationship correct me if i'm wrong allison but don't you think allison that like this song has resonated so much with people because during the pandemic, you know, we all strive to come back from something like a good comeback story. Like mm -hmm. a, we've all got knocked down in some way or another. And like me now is like an anthem of like, man, put it to the side, come back, the new you, you know, mm -hmm. don't you think? I, yeah, I would agree. Um, and it's exactly that, it, you know, I wrote that song, The Origin, maybe a, it started off as a weird, sad breakup song, but it really grew and it really blossomed into just um, something way stronger than that, that I didn't even imagine it would become. And um, I think it continues in my own life. You know, I'm in a relationship now that's healthy and that's happy, but you know, there are individual battles we each face, especially in 2020 um, where that song has definitely, I think played a big part in kind of reminding me to be, you know, you're, you're, yeah, the new you, you can always reinvent yourself. You can always strive to do better to, you know, start a new day with a clean perspective. Um, so I really love that you recognize that. Cause yeah, oh, it's yeah. not just a, it's not just a breakup song. It's definitely about having your, your own back. No, it's deep. Like the lyrics are deep. Like there's death there, Allison, like Mustangs, right? It's like, okay, it's the memory <laughs> of what could have been and like the regret right. and all that stuff. Why do you think it's so hard, Allison, for people to like move on from the past? It's because oh, it's, it's tough. Yeah. I could have a TED talk about this. Um, <laughs> that whole EP, especially Mustangs. Yes. Um, 
I don't really know why. I think a lot of it is um, it's the hope that something could work out. It's the hope that you give yourself that, um, I don't know, Mustangs particularly in that song, I it's a little bit bitter, but it's mostly hopeful. If you like, there's yeah. a lot of, you know, kind of jaded, like- I agree. There's a lot of jaded, yeah, um, moments in that song, but it's a lot of just um, hope also. If I wanted it to work out, I hope this person is, is doing better on the other side of it. Um, I don't really know why it takes people so long to move on from the past. If you mm -hmm. figure it out, definitely let me know because that is an internal battle. I feel like I yeah. am continuing to try to learn. It's from. a very human thing. And, and we always remember the good things. We forget about the bad things. It's like, it's just interesting how that works. But yeah, again, the moment you make the decision of, okay, I'm going to let this go. Mm -hmm. um, it's like that new Taylor Swift song. I don't know if you listen to Evermore. I have listened to it. Probably not as much as you, but I've listened to Evermore. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. So happiness, it's kind of like a similar theme. I feel like, you know, there was happiness um, before you and there was happiness because of you. And this couple is parting ways, but she is still bringing so much light to even though this did not work out. I can identify that. Totally. You know, because of me, because of you, we shared and we created happiness. Hundred percent. And there's new blessings. Yeah, and new blessings come that you didn't new know. New blessings coming. And that Mustang, you didn't know were done. Yeah, I don't think I recognized that when I was writing Mustangs of all this happiness that would come. Oh yeah. After it and all the happiness that was before it, but now in perspective, playing that song. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I got through a tough, like whatever I got through, like, I, I hate to bring it up, but I w went through a divorce and not, now I'm here. I'm in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Like all these things are happening and it's like, you never know. There's You're an entrepreneur. You started oh, this whole you. platform. Like, yeah, exactly. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Not, you know, no less 10 years from now. Amazing, so. Allison. I'm yeah. telling you, it's a very powerful EP, but let's talk about Taylor Swift for a second because you brought it up. You okay. brought it up. Open okay, so right. I, I hear that you are, a, you know, a tentative fan, a slight fan. Yes. Let's just say there's photos out there of the Fearless tour, of a big smiling, you know, <laughs> just I the have, best. I know I'm a rambler, so I'll, I'll keep this story really quick. Um, okay. No, no, no. I love it. But um, yes, always been a T Swift fan mm -hmm. um, from the first album. I think I. What is the most underrated Taylor Swift album? Well, it doesn't get enough respect. That doesn't get enough respect. I yes. feel like they all get so much respect because her fans <laughs> are like insanely loyal. So I don't want to get like, you know, attacked by them if I say okay. that. Okay, <laughs> I think Speak Now is probably, in my opinion, um, I mean, I love them all. And I feel even like I'm cheating the other ones for saying this. But I think Speak Now because I could be wrong. I will have to fact check this after, but I'm pretty sure Speak Now is an album that she wrote completely by herself with little to no co-writers. Like if you look at the song credits, it's like Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. She's written all of her songs because yeah. she is Taylor Swift and she's- She's yeah. amazing. She's amazing, amazing she's writer, amazing. just an amazing. Um, she observes human nature in a way that inspires me so much to want to observe that in my songs. And that's really, I think the crux of songwriting for me and songwriting that I love to listen to and music I love is when I hear an artist and I hear a writer just, they observe the little quirks of what it is to be human and what it is to be awkward in love and to fall deeply in love. And she observes it in a way that's not just like, you know, in, in this like cliche way, she says it in a way that's just like so human and so real. 
and she can have the simplest line and then you could be thinking about that line for like yeah. like happiness like there was happiness you know because of you i'm like i could be yeah. thinking about that line for yeah for months. sure but that's, anyway. when you, that's when you know an artist is good when you connect to a song like in the most random moment months after you're yeah. like oh i got it shit I know yeah. there's still songs like hoax off folklore. I'm like, mm -hmm. will I ever understand that song? I don't, I don't know. But yeah, it's when you least expect it. Exactly. Yeah. But okay, so speak now, I think underrated how I became a big Swifty. Um from album one, from album one, really loved it. Teardrops in my guitar, obsessed. But then the Fearless Tour comes around, already a big Taylor Swift fan, you know. I yeah, I was such a big Taylor Swift fan. But um we're gonna put that photo, like we're gonna edit it in at this part because people okay. need to see your smile. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes, I think I was in sixth, sixth or seventh grade. I I don't know. I would have to back check that. And let you know. But um, there was a you know Chicago radio station that was doing a ticket giveaway for oh the Fearless tour. Right. And I was calling in, of course, every morning. And the the whole contest was they play a clip of her song each day, Monday through Friday, and then have callers guess which song it was. They give away the tickets if you guessed it right. And each day it got harder. And I finally got through on Friday, the front row tickets. And they played a snippet of what was actually White Horse. And I guessed like, I guessed an underrated B-side. I guessed like, oh, it's Tell Me Why. Why would they ever play Tell Me Why? Or like, it was like, hey, Steven. And I, they were like, no, ma'am, I'm so sorry, it's wrong. And so of just out of sheer reaction, I just kept guessing. And they were like, only, only one guess per contestant. And then they like cut me off. And I was oh, wow. heartbroken and devastated. And, you know, I, of course, was just super upset. And my dad took me to Sam Ash um, Guitar Store in Lombard. Mm -hmm. And he bought me the Fearless Guitar Book. And so then I went home and, like, taught myself all of the songs off Fearless on guitar. Um, and I still have that guitar book. I have, like, many Taylor Swift guitar books. Um, I love it. But I did as a kid. And that, and I, you know, made me feel better. And then my mom who has a lucky horseshoe everywhere she goes. Two weeks later, that devastating moment, she just took us to the mall because she heard that the same radio station was gonna do a giveaway, but it was a raffle. And she put our name in and we won backstage passes and tickets. And I'm oh like- Oh my God, see, that's what I'm saying. The universe yeah. is just different timings, Allison, what we were talking about. Yeah, and so that's how I met her on the Fearless Tour. I Epic. think I blacked out the whole time. It was Epic story. he was dating Taylor Lautner at the time. He was back. Mm, I remember Taylor Lautner. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sorry. That was a lot of Taylor Swift. No, I was, I was actually, you know, you've been so generous with your time, but I had to ask about Taylor oh. Swift. And actually I do want to play a little game with you. Oh, okay. We've been playing it lately. It's called flip the tune. Okay. Um, so normally what we do is we play uh, the artist, like three of their songs, 10 second snippets in reverse, in reverse. Okay. See how well you know your songs. Okay. But is, Jamie, this is triggering to me that I got the whole Taylor Swift um, contest wrong and I guessed the wrong song. I'm going to guess my own song. Right no. Now. Well, listen, we're going to do one of your songs and we're going to do two Taylor Swift songs. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. So you're going to play it backwards? Yes. So we're going to first do two Taylor Swift songs and then one of yours. Backwards, okay. 10 seconds. Okay, because like this is the ultimate like Taylor Swift. So terrible at these games. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so flip the tune with Alison Mahal. So her new EP, Meet Me, uh, Me Now, amazing. Check it out. But we're going to do flip the tune with Taylor Swift songs first. You ready, Alison? No, but let's do it. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, let's do it. Let's see. All right, Taylor Swift song. Ten seconds on reverse. Here we go. Oh wait, okay. So it's definitely off the first album. Um wait, okay. First I thought it was hold your ass, just wait and see. <laughs> okay, now and then I heard t-shirt. Okay, oh god. It's hard. Oh my gosh. Am I am I correct that it's from the first album? Okay, yeah. I'm not supposed to I'm not supposed to help you, but but okay, I'll give you a hint. It's not. It's not from the first album. Dang. Okay, well then, okay. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. No idea? <laughs> All right. It's You Belong With Me. I'm so embarrassed. I, Everyone, no, it's oh hard. God. It's hard. Let's do it again. <laughs> you see? Oh! It's hard. It's hard. I heard bleachers in there. I heard. I know. Yeah, okay. Listen, I don't blame you. Okay, let's go with the second one. This is also a Taylor Swift, and then we'll finish off with one of yours. you doing this to me. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Um, here we go. Flip the tune. I've got to go up from here. I've, I at least have to make a guess. Okay. Is it style? Is it wild? Is it something from 1989? It is something from 1989. Oh my. Can you play it again? Sure. I'm bending all the rules for you, Allison. Okay, let's do it again. We know I'm not really going to get it. So. No idea. Wait. No idea. I'm blank, I'm, blank space. <laughs> all the Swifties are going to come for me. They're going to oh, be that's like, rough. fake fan, fake fan. And I feel like most people who are great at these games would take two listens and they'd be like, blank space. Or, give me, give me a challenge. And I'm like, <laughs> what did she say in reverse? Okay, that was no. It's hard. It's hard. It's actually, hard. like, there's not a lot of giveaways. You know, like when when we've done this some of the songs have giveaways like a falsetto or something not not taylor swift she's pretty you know you're just being very kind no 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 it's true okay let's go with one of yours okay, okay don't bend the rules don't make any exceptions no 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 happen. yeah because this is like the proper game like one of your own songs on, on flip the tune all right <laughs> 10 seconds allison mahal guessing your own song in reverse away we go October. Yes. Let's enjoy it. Okay. Sounds good. So there you go. Fun fact about some of that production is actually in reverse. Um, it's like a little trick my producers oh. like with some of the, um, I don't know, like any like guitars or synth or whatever. Um, that bridge is like, I don't know what they do. They like freeze the track and then they reverse right. it. So you're actually right. hearing a reverse sound in the bridge. I love it. I love yeah. it. Well, Allison, you've been so generous with your time. This was so fun. <laughs> well, so thank fun. Thank you for having me. It's Absolutely. Been Absolutely. Yeah. Like you said, huge fans of you as an artist, huge fans of you as a person, the whole thing. 
you know, can't, like whenever this is over and you start jamming all over Music City, we will be there. Okay. Enjoy. Absolutely. Thank you. Okay. Have a great weekend, Allison. You enjoy your Saturday. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.